0: Plus.
2: recorded live and live we are at the health and wellness of the golden age on November 3rd and it is Friday and so it's not an unlucky day it's a very lucky day and we have Tgif thank God it's Friday and we are going forward if the weather here in Paderberg is so strange. We were shaking in our boots last weekend because it was so cold. I'm almost down to shorts. It's gotten so warm. And of course I put out the call. I go, oh, I got to have more wood for my wood burning stove. And my and I didn't say a thing to my son. He is he is working all the time, but it's only he and his daughter now at the house because uh, my daughter-in-law is over in Germany helping with her father and mother. Uh, The father has a lot of hip problems. They've been replaced, but it's still, and he's 88, so uh, it's a little tough. So he volunteered to come over and saw my little trees that another buddy of mine had dropped off here, but I couldn't get them. The, The big trees don't collapse into a stove so he came over and he started sawing with my new saw and it, we're not a saw like we do with hand it's an uh,
1: um, electric
2: a powered one so he was able to get me a lot of wood and then for last Monday we had the tornado and the tree came down and they're going to cut it up for me the, the property manager and the owner figured that they can get it cut up and I'll have more wood you just put out what you need and it comes to you. And that's part of what I wanted <laughs> to bring up. And this morning, I was going, I got, I had sent away off of a email i gotten from someone and it was called The Conspiracy to Destroy All Existing Governments and Religions by a William Guy Carr. However, They also sent me some very interesting pamphlets called Beware the Trilaterals, an exclusive interview with trilateral expert Gary Allen. Also, the Federal Reserve Bank, the greatest deal in American history, by Congressman Francis H. Shoemaker. Now, Shoemaker was in the 70s, but there's another one here, the Mississippi of the Federal Reserve, and this is Jerry Voorhees, but he's talking about Senator Patman, who was back in the 20s, and what Patman discovered about the Federal Reserve. And then there's another, Alert 18, Paper Gold, and this goes even further into the Federal Reserve. And all of us today thankful for um, Senator he ran for president. Uh, what was his name? Oh, he he was always uh, audit the Fed. I'm forgetting his name. But he wanted to audit the Fed. They have been attempting from these names I just said to audit the Fed back in the 30s. And the and finally they got some money back and what these papers are revealing is the fact that the Federal Reserve we all know it's electronic today but in those days the Federal Reserve purchased bonds from the government and paid themselves the interest Huh? how can you do that? So, uh, the people's hollering made that change. And um, the whole paper Federal Reserve System is revealed this. What I'll do is, I'll see if I can get these scanned in at school and start sending them to you. Hopefully, they, they won't be too black uh, because of, it's a double, one of them is a double sided. So, I hope it says. But it has a lot of information. I'd love to read them all to you, but I uh, I don't want to take up that time. And uh, maybe I can do it on an auditory, uh, audio thing. That might be better. I'll do them all on audio also. And so that you can listen and follow along with the paper. So it will help uh, move that along but we've we've all been under the guise, and it's very interesting in this one on paper gold, and why I wanted to bring that up is I've always thought we were betrayed on um the fact that we had we made our own money back in the colonies, and it says in here, someplace, yeah, here. The Founding Fathers made no mention of the above matters that are written in Article I, Section 8, paragraph, uh, Paragraph 5. In 1862, Lincoln issued 450 million United States notes backed by the integrity of the nation and spent into circulation in accordance with the Constitutional Clause. On May 31, 1878, the amount of these Lincoln greenbacks in circulation, totaled $346,691,016. Um, on that date, a statute was enacted prohibiting the withdrawal of Lincoln Greenbacks from circulation. And um, on March 19, 1963, the Treasury Department advised that this issue is carried in their statement as Debt bearing no interest. The banks put interest on, and that's how they pluck from air all the extra money. If these notes had borne interest at the rate of 5% per annum, compounded semi-annually, the total interest cost of December 31st, 63, would have been $49 million. Everybody keep... Uh, Talk along. I've got to get this call in because I. Oh no, nineteen. It's eighteen sixty four. Uh, Eight sixty four. That's just a ad crap. Pardon me. <laughs> they want me. Uh, this call is wanting me to be sure I get my warranty on my new car done. I don't have a new car, so I have no warranty. It's just a phony thing. But what I had re- read earlier was about. Um, our uh, Benjamin Franklin and the prosperity that the um, colonists were having was a direct result of our printing our own money. And that was what started, they say, uh, the Revolutionary War. But what Jim Wright has, is saying, that we paid to start the revolutionary war. Excuse me, why would we pay to start a revolutionary war? But all wars are for money and nothing else. So uh, health-wise, I've met a lady on the National Liberty Alliance group. Her name is Marla, and she has sent me an article again, but she is very she's, she's a healer of some sort, so I'm going to see if I can have her next Friday or the Friday after on her schedule to join us. She's very knowledgeable, and i got to tell you, oh, Nikki, you would have laughed. I go on the call, uh, and fortunately, Robert and I spoke a few minutes before and found out that um, Jan's wife has cancer, which is not a funny thing, but it gave us a subject to start with. And we talked about cancer and baking soda or baking whatever, um, whatever it was. But this Marla got on and she talked wonderfully. And she knows a lot of stuff. So I really want us to continue on our awareness of how we can help ourselves and have better health. And she's the one who actually turned me on to the Kroger Herb Store and she told me, uh, told us last night, that this little lady, she's from Turkey, I think. She was born in Turkey, and she came to the States, and her intuitiveness, uh, she went to, she graduated college. I mean, we're talking a lady, she died in, she would have been 102, so she died someplace in the 90s, I think. And she was 88, so it must have been, yeah, it was the 90s. I, I don't know for certain. I'm, I'm just off the top of my head talking that. But she's the one who intuitively and with her pendulum was able to read someone's illness. And Marla was saying that she had bought the court several times and basically arrested as to her doing a practice that was evil. And she showed. She said to the lawyer, well, let me show you how a pendulum works. Are you okay with that? And she does a pendulum over him. And he, she said, oh, you're constipated. Well, that brought the, the house down because what else would a lawyer be? He's constipated in his thinking.
3: <laughs> and
2: it was great because Here's this little teeny lady who has been able to put herbs together and make them help people. So it's another source for us to do these things. There was something else that I got um, from uh, Richard up in um, New Hampshire. And he, uh, he sent me something called the C60, which is a carbon 60, and we may get someone from there to come and talk to us. Carbon, they were afraid, would kind of set off things in your body and create a, um, maybe a poisoning thing in your body. But what they found on those that were willing to attempt it
3: <clears throat>
2: was that they felt better. They, they just got better. They felt great. And their mind cleared up, and their body cleared up, and they just feel great. So it's something that I'm looking into and having us maybe have a speaker on that.
4: Also, I'm doing um,
2: – yeah, go ahead, Orson.
4: Are you talking about Richard – I don't know, Richard in New Hampshire, in Minnesota?
2: No, this is Richard okay.
4: Merritt in, in New Okay. Hampshire. Yeah. Just trying no, to, trying to keep difference. people straight in my brain.
2: Uh, absolutely. But that, Richard, also does healing. So he's just always been so busy. I, I left it up to him, when are you available? But he's been very busy because he has a business he has to run. So, And he's an hour behind us So, uh, for the East Coast. He's Central Time. He's mm-hmm. Minnesota. But um, thank you for asking that question. Uh, but there's... Also, Ben Carter, supposedly the, I think it's the same Ben Carter, it may not be, but the Ben Carter that ran for president is promoting something where it's supposed to be all sorts of good stuff and not chemicals that help you with your memory and also takes away that Alzheimer effect. And uh, what Marla also is talking about is how to really cure MS and Parkinson. So there's a lot of connections I'm, I'm seeing that we might be able to use. And uh, another item for discussion is the actual remedy for our smart meters. It's taken this gentleman said 15 years for the quantity of people to show up that are now showing up. It is going across this country. We even have it, would you believe, here in Spartanburg. And it's my vet. My vet is the one that's uh, spearheading it. And I thought I want to be on it because as of 1231, 2017, our great Duke power is willing to charge me $150 not have a more news, uh, a newer smart meter, and to graciously give them fifteen extra dollars every month and you know how mm. I always say i 'm a printer, read between the lines uh, when I hold up my ring finger, my middle finger, and my pointy finger, so you know what I'm saying this is a uh, an injustice it's an abuse. And all of the energy companies are doing it worldwide. Okay, so I've got some topics for us to talk about. What? Which one? Or bring up your own because this is your show, and this is uh, health and wellness for the golden age. This is our golden age. I yield.
4: I'd like to bring up something.
3: Yeah.
4: I'm. Um, I'm not sure if it's a false flag at this time. I know it's been false flagged prior, but I have heard that supposedly um, the Department of Defense is going to uh, EMPS tomorrow through Monday, the 4th through the 6th of November supposed to be that 3 days of darkness uh through the EMP. Now EMP
2: won't be 3 days.
4: <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's what that's what the you know the word is out there. And I keep thinking you know aren't they you know biting themselves in the butt doing yes. that because if they, I mean, and it's supposed to be for the the whole North American continent. Now, my understanding is that if they do the whole North American continent, it's going to spread out clear across the world. I can't see where it just stops at you know at our borders. Um, well, the, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But the oceans the ocean stop it, or because oh. you can
2: do an EMP for just a city. You can do it for a state. Uh, And the way they do that is they direct it to the main um, center, I think, because I was reading that with um, this book I was reading, and they put a bomb over D.C. and New York, and it only did those cities. It didn't do the surrounding areas Uh, of the suburbs. So to give you a reality check,
4: Again, okay. yeah. Uh, so that that answers that one question of mine, but
2: mm-hmm. I wasn't
4: sure. You know, how can they do it for just three days? Does it actually destroy the electronics and everything that has some kind of electrical power going to it? And if mm-hmm. they did, they are really biting their, themselves in their own butt because then they can no longer get the money that we're so handsomely and graciously paying them Um, with our car usage, our appliance usage, our cell phone usage. um, It would kill patients in the hospital. It would destroy restaurants and grocery stores. Every, Every place that we spend money, it would be no more. So That's I don't know why they would want to do that. I, I yield. Go ahead.
5: That is exactly I, um, the point. It,
4: that yeah. is exactly the point.
2: They want to kill more people. They want the fighting to go on. Uh, if you would read those books that um, um, Colin had sent us years ago, which was up here in Black Mountain, the military will, if the military is doing it, uh They immobilize themselves unless they've covered all of their own engines and and made certain they were Faraday caged or they've put, and this is the other thing that we've learned, fiber optics is not affected by EMPs. Now, for those that are listening that might have forgotten, EMP needs an electromagnetic pulse, and it can be directed to a small, to a bigger, to a giant area. And this was cost the U.S., supposedly, in this book that uh, Colin sent, and I've read both sequels, and it it takes years to restore it. It is never a three-day deal.
4: Well, that's that's my point. I mean, they're so used to us, you know, harvesting our money and us through our money. Um, Every time we buy food, every time we service our car, every time we buy gasoline, every time we go to the store and and spend anything, every time we go to a restaurant, every time we buy drugs, you know, all of this stuff. Everything that has any kind of electrical mechanism in it is going to be destroyed. Correct. They will not be able to get their money from us anymore. I mean, it's not going to be just a three-day outage, like you said, which this rumor is you know, a- attempting to say. And they, where I heard it, the lady was saying, "If you don't believe me, go to the Department of Defense website." Now, I went on there, and I'm such a poor researcher, I can't, I can't find, you know, my ass that I'm sitting on, much less find anything on their website. So, uh, I'm with you on that. You know, uh, I, I can't find any. I am very bad at researching anything on the internet. So. Nikki, you're good at it. Why don't you try it? See if you can find anything about it. But she said on on their website they say that they didn't want to tell people because they didn't want to incite panic. Well, what they and what they're doing is they're not letting people be prepared for it. Is what they're doing. Um, so I'm I'm just trying to find out if anybody else has heard this. I mean, I went out and bought water and food, but you know. A whole lot of good that's going to do if it's going to last three days, you know, last longer than three days. Because I'm out here in the boonies, there's no way I'm walking to any grocery store. And besides yeah, that,
3: every, nice.
4: everything in the grocery stores are going to be, you know, except for canned goods, you know, things that are processed or whatever. That's the only going to be the only edible thing. Um, everything in their freezers, everything's going to be destroyed, you know, and yeah. I. I, I know they want us to die. I know they want to kill masses, but this is putting an end to civilization, and them too, because they are not going to be able to get from us what they are so accustomed to getting from us.
2: But see, that's I just why don't... I wanted. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
4: Oh, go ahead. I'm... Uh, uh,
2: that's why it's important to read those books. Because of the issue, and I I understand your site problem, um, Orphus, so I'm not making you wrong, but these books told us what they were going to do. All of them will be situated in a mountain, underground, away from the EMP. None of their utilities will malfunction. Only ours on the surface will malfunction. What has happened, because we've had these fear-mongering things or false flags over the last decade, and that is why people have been teaching us survival methods, how to survive, what you need to have in um, in your food stock. And you had to cycle it, because it does get old. I mean, I had food. I had loads of food up in the attic in the big house. And when I lost my job, <clears throat> Gary bought it down and we started eating it. So I have no supply anymore. and um, But I have my little animals and I make certain I have their food. And I have. I go to Costco, so I get bulk food. And that's what you need to do, bulk rice bulk barley, bulk whatever, because even while the water lasts, there will be rain, you put out a bucket and save it. I've got a barrel over in my uh carport that I've saved rain in. And rain water will at least um give the animals and I some some water. I'll have to probably put a fire out. I do not have a grill and that would be helpful to have a grill because then you can put firewood. But I've got a wood-burning stove, so I do have a grill. So I forgot already on that. But there have been 10, I'm going to say 10 to 15 years where they've been preparing us for just these things. And the big line that's going to be very easy to do this is that our infrastructure of electronics the grid as we call it from west coast to east coast is so antiquated all they have to do is hit one of them and it would go all across the country and that's how yeah, easy but, that would
4: be Yeah but they're and, they're yeah. talking not just the United States they're talking the whole North American continent that includes but, New, uh, that includes Mexico and Canada um the whole North easy. American continent
3: It's
2: easy it really is. It's very easy to I, do
4: it. I, I'm not saying it's not easy. That's not my point. My point is why do they want to – yeah, they might be themselves protected, but then when they come out from their little hole in the ground, nothing out here is going to be giving them what they're used to having. We will not be having able to drive anywhere. We can't buy anything because everything is – the the stores – are going to be upheaved because all of their refrigeration, all of their electricity, everything is down and has been for a long time, you know, at least three days. But my point is, does any of the electronics recover from this? No. Or do you, or do you have to go out and buy new electronics? No. So my, so my refrigerator won't work after this.
2: Well, my Car won't yeah. work. Nothing will work. Nothing will work. And 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 I'm I'm saying it very simply that way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All of what we've been uh, it then expl- explain. There's a gentleman that's been writing those books, for, Colin can correct me, for easily fifteen, twenty years, to show the damage. What have happened. There will become cannibalism, but what will come out of it, people will go back to what our great-grandparents did, plow the field by hand. We'll have horses possibly, but we'll have manpower. And we will have the ability. uh, That's why books are so important. The books will teach us how to make bullets again, because we go down to the store and buy bullets. The, uh, and the Amish, thank you very much, LaFan. The Amish, are, they work with the soil. They do not have power. They use no electricity. So mm-hmm. there is going, they will be able then to show the rest of us possibly how to farm again because it's all become cooperative. Orphan, this is exactly what we've all thought of for the last 10, 15 years. I know we've talked of it, but you're finally getting the full concept, and it's great you're getting the full concept because no, you'll look differently around you. And whether this three-day happens or not, you will look differently at what kind of food you buy, what kind of water you buy. And I got a, a fear tactic email just yesterday which said, Beware of any water bottled water being left around for that are unopened, supposedly, and because if you open them, they're supposedly having, and i don't know the chemicals and I can't go out uh, of this um, talk shoe thing and look at my the email, but it's going to, if you open it it will explode and burn you. And so that's another fear tactic. Well, it you know. won't do it.
4: Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I just want to say I, I've understood all these years. It's just that yeah. I've you know heard this just recently for these next three days and I'm going it just didn't make any sense to me. And I was wondering if anybody else had heard it. um, And How can it last three days? Because my comprehension of it was that it totally destroys all electronics. So how can it only last for three days? That was my point. It wasn't that I didn't understand it. It's it's just that it doesn't make any sense. But it doesn't make any sense while they would want to destroy their meal ticket either. They're used to having billions and billions of dollars yeah but even there you know i mean well unless they're using pioneer techniques themselves to grow food and what not they're they're not going to have any stores to go to because they're going to destroy them all i it just it, it really makes no sense why they want to do that. Um, I mean, on one hand, I can see why they do want to do it. Yeah, you know, they've gotten so head-heavy that they can't hold up their head anymore, so let's, you know, explode it. Um, I don't know, it just... There's confusion in my brain right now on the whole thing. But...
2: um, Would you not... uh, believe that this is their usual M.O. of creating disaster to get their way?
4: I look at it as them creating a disaster so they can come in and rescue.
2: Oh, you believe they're going
4: to rescue you? No, that's their M.O. Create the problem so they can have a solution. Mm-hmm. I, you know, whatever they do, I I, I don't know, and... Honestly, I don't care, you know. What what mm-hmm. happens is going to happen, and I'm going to be as prepared as I am, which <laughs> isn't even close to where I should be, I'm sure. But, you know, it is what it is. But I just yeah. wanted to know if anybody else had heard it, heard that it was going to be November 4th through the 6th but that didn't make any sense to me. Be prepared for 3 days what for a, a lifetime of what's going to happen if they do that? I
6: mm-hmm.
4: it was making no sense to me. But I think law La fan was trying to say something <laughs> earlier.
6: Oh, I'm
2: sorry. The... Go ahead.
5: Oh, yeah, no. It's just um like it goes back to that um what is it? the thesis and antithesis-synthesis thing, the problem-reaction-solution problem, problem, re- ah, problem reaction solution thing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Like, okay, let's say they did destroy all the electronics and, you know, that would cut off their money supply,
3: mm-hmm.
5: um, you know, because they can no longer sell us technology. Like, wouldn't they just... Like, wouldn't they just... um? sell us sell us technology at a later date, like when, you know, the the government comes in as a big heroes and um corrects everything and blame it on terrorists. Okay. You know? So so I think I think they will make their money back in the long run. Yeah, they might lose out in the short run, but you know, it's it's all economics at the end of the day. Um and you know, simultaneously um to use the idiom kill, killing two birds with one stone um then basically it just amps up the fear and uh you know, if if we go by the philosophy that they want to lower the population, um then that then they would just let let the people kill themselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: kill them off, and then that that lowers the population, and it's kind of like starting again mm-hmm. or or you know the the good ones survive, and the evil ones um kill the kill each other and and go cannibalistic mm-hmm. um, I don't know I mean it's rambling
4: well and and the thing is it would be unless they like you said wonder. Change everything to fiber optics and sell us that technology later on. Selling us anything electronic after they do this yeah. will be a moot point because it's going to destroy everything. It's going to destroy any new yeah, but... phone, any new car, any new refrigerator, oh.
5: any new anything. So okay, ex- okay, explain to me because I, you know, I'm not too too educated on this whole EMP thing. So, are you saying that once they flick a switch and do this electromagnetic pulse that that is gonna affect all future electronics um for like you know how like a radio like a nuclear plant goes off, then that area is useless for the next hundred years? Because it's it's toxic. Is it kind of mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Is, is probably that what it worse.
4: Does? Probably worse than that because these electronics won't won't come back. They're
5: dead. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I They're, realize.
4: Okay, but
5: I realize new technology. That car-
4: yeah. New technology. Now, I didn't realize that fiber optic optics mm-hmm. were not um, affected. So. Maybe that's you know what they would come back with if they made everything with fiber optics, but then they could never do a pull an EMP on us again. If they did that, of course, maybe they're not worried not? about it like, on the road. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I I was just curious. I guess we'll find out tomorrow morning.
2: Well, the thing is that. Uh This is why I read the books extensively that I read, because what can I learn from these books? And when this this was uh, the book I was telling you about, about the um, submarine. It was a stealth submarine, and it had these particular warheads on it that were EMP, and they could explode in little teeny bits throughout that little area of, well, it did Washington, and then it did New York City, which was to bring all of our economy crashing down. And what was revealed was that fiber optic thing. The Pentagon was in the book, and this may be very true, rewired with cyber optics. And the only things that did get that did get destroyed were the newer computers that did not plug into the fiber optic wiring. And I think I've mentioned that I was in Los uh, San Francisco, and they were tearing up the streets. And I asked people, "What are they doing?" And, oh, all the new, all these big buildings need fiber optics because they have so much computer stuff that they need to um, have fiber optics to be able to carry their information. So there are big cities that have been totally revised to have already in their handbag, if you want to call it, the fiber optics. That does not mean you and I. The other lie that's being put out there is that, oh, they don't have new electronic things. They have so much new electronics and have for the last, I'm going to say, 30 to 40, maybe 50 years that they will not share with us because it would bring down their economy. And that's what's interesting about these articles I was sharing with you it is talking about the economy of a few. It definitely is not talking about our economy. They don't care about our economy. It's only about their economy and having their pocketbooks remain full. So all of us, with what we've done, and this is why I've gone to school, This is, and I'm not saying pat me on the back. I'm still not geared up, but if you read all the articles of the men who have absolutely taken the power grid, put it into a totally substantial unit that needs nothing out here on this wiring system, and put it to use, they've either been killed or bought off, Mm-hmm. Because they did not want the people to get it. And that has been a truth that has been spoken over and over again. They do not want people to live comfortably. It's all about curtailing everything, which we all are aware of. However, this is even more crippling. And uh, so it it is about, and, and Orpha, I know you knew that. But it's also the fact that when we bring it up, we have to really look at what is their objective. Why are they doing that? Why are they spreading this, again, fear tactics for people to panic? What is the real objective here? So let us figure that out. Because it isn't about the money. They they create the money out of electronics. There's nothing nothing new about that.
4: Well, what that's true. Really yeah.
2: What is really going on?
4: Well, the fear that feeds them. That that's something they can't create out of you know just a printing press. So, mm-hmm. the the fear feeds them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it.
2: But are they as fearful as we are? Or are they more fearful that we're catching on?
4: I think they're becoming more fearful that we're catching on. Correct. Um there's a lot of people that are starting to peek behind the curtain. Very, and, very good. Good. And they they I think the more they see us paying attention and standing up to them, that's creating more fear in them, and they're starting to run scared. So they're upping their game, and doing the EMP thing would be, (laughs) you know, their their final, I'm going down, but I'm taking you with me, you know, type of thing. That would make sense to me. That, there go. that they would that they would be doing this out of their fear that you know we are going to <clears throat> the mass is gonna finally, you know, overtake the dot.
2: Well and, and, and I wanna validate you on getting that viewpoint because all of us need to have that viewpoint for what is going on. Number one, you said about uh Oh, darn, I didn't write it down. But it is about the fact that people are becoming more aware. The other part that's coming up is exactly what I said in one of my little uh, monologues there about the remedy against the power companies. The remedy is we're going to make them liable for the damage of the smart meters you know where people's mm-hmm. minds are going right now? We could do it on the IRS. We could do it on the uh, medical field. We can do it on the education field. We could do it yep. on the religious field. We could do it on Congress. We could do it on our local politicians, city, county, and state. Also, you brought up the fact of... Um, the people are smarter. Do you realize, and this is what Carla, Marla, has uh, educated me over the last two weeks, and I had to hear it twice to get, our sugar is refined down in South America or other countries, not necessarily here. Sugar really isn't grown that much, I think, in this country. The way the sugar is processed, now listen carefully. This is so startling. It is processed in lead containers. It is, and I think uh, Lafayette said the centrifugal force is spun in lead containers. Lead does not stay stationary. We've known that from our paint. Kids eat the paint. They have been blaming kids' brain problems with lead paint. Do you know there is no lead paint at all manufactured in this country? Yet we still have lead paint problems. What it is is the quantity of sugar people have. We eat in sugar amounts. And maybe Colin, you remember the number or someone, or, or if you may remember, it's tons of sugar, tons per almost per man, woman and child in this country. Mm-hmm. How much lead are you consuming? It's in the stuff that gets baked. We buy it at the store. it's in your uh, other kinds of foods. There's always some sugar. If we're consuming sugar in the quantities that we're saying, and you know, I've been talking about my uh, my sugar intake and eating a whole cream cheese cake by myself with cream <laughs> people.
1: <laughs> and would
2: you believe, a week later, my railroad people had that same cake. I just turned and went the other direction. I knew my hands <laughs> would shake it. So. <laughs> So it was really insightful. However, they're full of sugar. And what are we saying about our kids? They're being dumbed down. We've also remarked that how our, our children are being sterilized by our food, our air, and our water. We have aluminum in uh, the food, the water, and the air that affects your brain power we have been dumbed down not through our just our education system but through everything that our body ingests
4: well except for my grandkids <laughs> i we
2: over I,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I say that because I had my grandbabies. I don't mean to get off topic here, but you you sang, you know, our kids are all being dumbed down. Um, I had my grandbabies over here the other day. They were helping me decorate for Halloween and stuff. Mm -hmm. And my my grandson, he says, Grandma, Ariana and I know where you hide your surprise bags. Yeah, I always have, you know, some little thing to give them, you know, and I have it, you know, stashed away. Mm-hmm. He came out and he says, "Grandma, we know where you where you have your little surprise bags." And I said, "Oh, you think you're so smart, don't you?" He says, "We are." Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like I said, not my grandkids.
2: <laughs> not your grandkids. Well, those are the exceptions. Okay. <laughs> I don't is. know they
4: come up with this, this stuff. They're so priceless. But, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of these newer kids, even though they're getting the same stuff, somehow their little brains are getting around this. Because I'm looking at these babies now, <clears throat> and I'm not... I'm not talking my kids' generation. I'm talking their kids' and their kids' kids, you know. That generation of kids, they, uh, somehow or another, their brains are getting around some of this stuff because they're coming up with stuff that I have no idea where they're coming up with it. And they just don't seem like they're getting dumbed down as much i I don't know it just might be my imagination or maybe wishful thinking that um, they're not, but I don't know I mean you get uh, preschoolers know how to run a computer now. Where'd that come from? you know
2: and look at how i much mean other, other than other Look at how much radiation they're getting into their bodies that are just well, I, growing
4: i I understand that I'm just saying somehow or another the, I don't know how to explain it but they're not
5: they're not, yeah. they're not getting dumbed down
4: <laughs> well that that's kind of what I'm saying, but even they're still. You know, getting this like Wonder said, the radiation and goodness knows the sugar, their amounts of sugar they're getting. But I don't know if it's evolution. You know, dealing with a a a problem that they that it knows it has to deal with if the species is to survive. But um, I don't know. They they are just so different, so much smarter. Than well, don't even I, than even I remember my kids being, and my kids are pretty smart, but the the grandbabies just you know keep amazing me every day. Well, at least every day I I see them now. I don't see them as much as I used to, but um, I don't know. It's just an observation and just my opinion, but there it is. And, and,
2: and you're not off. There are babies that are being born and have been for the last 20, maybe 30 years that are called crystal babies. They're, they now have a variety of them now to aug- or offset exactly what you're talking about. Because of the pollution and the rest of the uglies that have been are being put out there against humanity, so i I do get that there are species out here that are attempting to preserve the life, whether it's your grandchildren or the next generation of children, if we have them that's my Point if we have them, and its yeah they're sterilizing a lot, yes, uh, because how many kids do you hear of now in high school that are pregnant? little enough yeah. right yep, why they're not not having sex because that's been tuned into them. On TV, radio, music, you name it, they are bombarded mm-hmm. with sex. Yeah. I, I get ad nauseum, and I'm not even watching TV. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have sex for just even talking about something. It's about showing cleavage. Hell, I don't care about your cleavage. That's the
3: they, <laughs> I don't that's care what about
2: mine. <laughs> well, it, it, the issue Plus is that's years, that's yeah. what they think sells. and yeah. so the kids, the kids are battered with sex.
0: Yeah.
2: So th- that's also why we're having the hermaphroditic situation. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Oh, I think <laughs> I'm a. I'm, I think I'm a bisexual. Oh, I think I'm a homosexual. I, what sex are you? That's what they're doing. And that's the evil. And, and why these kids are, to me, it's just, whoa, um, how can we better handle it? I don't know. Except what we're doing by talking about it, by bringing it out, having other people hear it, by not succumbing to all of it, because this is so important that we always, always look for solutions. Solutions are what are needed from all of us, and solutions and remedies are what imperative, and they will save our bacon. And that's what we're here for, to save our bacon, not just I our,
4: our bacon. family. What? What? I love bacon.
2: There you go. A purpose for saving bacon.
4: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> we always have to have a purpose for saving bacon. I always have to
3: have a reason. <laughs> but
2: now, when, when I when you start reading these little pamphlets, and they're from they're from the thirties and the forties. They're from the fifties. This is not new stuff. This is old, and I'm saying old in the sense of that they've been kidnapping our brains for so long. We really are having a problem seeing through what is the lie and what is the truth. But they're hitting everybody now. And this is what we used to say in California. When you hit them in their pockets, they're going to react. And they're hitting the people in their pockets now. And the people are getting pissed. And that's their downfall. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Who's this?
1: This is Grandpa, oh, grandpa
2: rich. rich. Yeah, Grandpa yeah. Rich. Where are you from?
1: Uh, I'm I'm up in the uh, Washington State uh, Tacoma Lakewood area. Wow, and, we uh,
2: need you, Grandpa.
1: <laughs> well, I used to be Grumpy Rich, but you changed me.
2: All right. We don't <laughs> like Grumpy. We like Grandpa. <laughs>
4: yeah, there you go. I don't know. We like grumpy every now and then too. That's okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sometimes I'm grumpy too.
3: <laughs>
2: but welcome aboard, welcome Elaine, and and this is so wonderful. Oh, listen, this is interesting. A law fan down in New Zealand said, "Reincarnation is your answer to kids' intelligence." Very good point. They are reincarnating back to this plane of existence faster. Hence why they pick up on things faster and appear more intelligent. They're remembering. That's what reincarnation is. They remember possibly who they were, and they're bringing that data forward. And here he's saying they are familiar with this world. Interesting on that point. I blame soybean for the feminization of men. Soy is a photoestrogen.
5: Whoa. Phytoestrogen. What is it? A phytoestrogen.
2: Is that how you say it? Thank you very much. I, I, I yeah phyto
5: that. phyto pertaining to plants. Yes. Oh, Interesting. <laughs> and the
2: estrogen I didn't know that. hormone or the feminine hormone.
5: Yeah, well, I remember. I I remember as a kid because like, I love reading and I've always read everything. I remember, like, as a kid over um, 20 years ago, and I was, like, I'd read the labels of food that my mum would bring home, and I read the bread, like, all the bread she brought home, I read the ingredients, and it always just said, wheat flour. Now I read the breads today, all the commercial (laughs) breads from the supermarket, and they all say soy flour and wheat flour. So they're cutting the wheat flour with the soy. Yes, and if I if I eat about I know like I know from my own experience if I eat about like three or four slices of the commercial bread, I just feel all my muscles just go blah. I feel weak, and I'm like, you know, this is the freaking soy. It's a soy well, flour.
2: Wheat actually, because wheat, uh, farmers will no. not yeah. feed wheat to their horses because it will cause them to have, uh, I'm going to say, whooping cough or something. They get terribly ill from wheat. And that's why, uh, for myself, I used to get exactly what you're saying, and that was before soy was put in. But you may be getting more soy. What we have here in the States compared to New Zealand is all our soy is totally sprayed with, with Monsanto Oh, we got to keep the bugs out of here. Roundup. So well,
4: it's genetically genetically modified. Is this? Is well,
5: yeah. What most? Yeah, all else what GMOs?
4: Wait a minute, one at a time. We're getting an echo,
2: or we've got two people speaking. So, Law Fam, and then the second voice. Go ahead.
5: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you make a good point. Yeah, it could be the weak doing that to me, but. Um, for myself, no, because if I go and buy, see I don't eat wheat bread or I try to stay away from it, I mean, I don't eat the soy bread sorry, or the, the commercial bread that has the soy flour in it as well as wheat, I try to stay away from it, so I try to like, either bake my own bread without the soy or flour or I try to buy those flat bread pita, the pita bread, which is it's all wheat and when I eat that like, I don't have a problem, like, I just feel normal, I feel strong, you know, just strong. But, um, yeah, away from the soya flour, if I play any sort of soy product, whether it be tofu, um, even chocolate with soy in it, I feel the same, like, feminizing effect. And, um, <clears throat> I do that once, I so actually have, um, estrogen dominance. And I went to the doctors and they tested in that. But, um, yeah, know, I was able to raise my testosterone recently. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I guess being in that condition at that time, um, I was extra sensitive to the soy. My body was able to pick up. But um, I don't know. I just think, like, when I used to go to school, like, we had no gait. Like, when I was at college or, or what what you guys call high school, when I was at high school in my teens, there was like no I can remember there was no one there that was gay. There was no gays, there was no lesbians. Um I mean there might like there might have been a couple and there might have been, you know, secretly whatever. But nowadays it, like
3: yeah.
5: just I just noticed the difference over a couple of generations with my younger brothers and um them going to college and if I was to go and visit col- the same college now, it's like I don't know the numbers, but I bet you there's you know a, a higher popul- more population of girls kissing girls and boys kissing boys. So I blame the soy because it's it's over that life, it's over that time period, It's when soy has been added to everything, even like like tomato sauce or what you guys call ketchup. You read the label, soy. I mean, why the hell do they need to put soy in and tomato sauce? You know, why do they even need to put it in chocolate? You know.
4: There is a lot of soy in a lot of stuff, and I've heard that even organic soy isn't good for you. So you may have a a point
5: there. None, Um, no soy. And the thing is, is that the health professionals—they're the ones all pushing soy, saying soy is healthy. You know. And then I see these ads on TV, like they're, they're like saying that like middle-aged men should eat the the soy bread with the with the actual whole grains of soy in it, and I'm thinking, what the heck, middle-aged men? Like that's got to like f their freaking prostate up even more because mm. I've read articles saying like um like like where they're basically saying that um. The, the prostate doesn't enlarge from um, high DHT. It's actually the opposite. It, it, the prostate enlarges from too much estrogens. And freaking the soya bean is a phytoestrogen. It's a it's a feminine bean. Whoa. It's feminine yeah. masculine. So oh, why nice. would the, the, the big um, health moguls be pushing for middle-aged men to eat soy? Yeah, interesting. They want to F with us. Yeah, I,
3: I, I
4: never, right.
5: I never
2: knew that. Yeah, I never did either. That's a very. <laughs> well, I'm interesting
5: trying to like bodybuild, so I'm right up there with all the, uh, like, what foods I should eat that are, that are um got estrogen in it, like pl- the plant estrogens, which are phytoestrogens, and which plants are actually um anabolic, or like testosterone boosting. Yeah. Uh, anyway.
4: Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I know I. I know I try to stay away from soy as much as I can, mainly because I'm avoiding GMO. I, you know, if it is not labeled organic or at the very, very least, in fact, I'll take something labeled non-GMO project over uh, anything, really. Organic basically is telling me it can't be made with, genetically modified ingredients. So I look, that's why I look for organic. Plus it gets you away from the chemicals. But sometimes some things you can't find organic. So I am always looking for the non-GMO. And...
1: May I add a thought? Yes. Yeah. Grandpa Rich here. Yeah. Um, Yeah, grandpa something that okay. i have found something i found to be kind of useful in life uh we all i think most of us read you know orwell's uh book and,
4: 1984
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah and and i i don't really uh disagree with that uh in a great many respects uh well i uh, on on one hand, I suppose you could say we are farmed animals, uh, but yet on the other hand, we, you can look at it uh, in the respect that there are, are tremendously brilliant intellects out there uh, who are genuinely concerned uh, about the species and uh, its its welfare. What uh, I have asked myself uh you know <laughs> you say there's an old uh Aboriginal saying about walking in the other man's uh, moccasins and 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 i and I ask myself you know uh if if I had such a brilliant mind uh how would I go about things uh looking out on this world uh and uh, you know ostensibly sitting on mountains of wealth uh how how would i how would i go about uh, filling my bucket list uh and and looking at looking upon uh my my special family as a whole uh and 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 work, work towards the betterment and and uh, uh dare say I know a lot of people hate the word evolution of the species well uh, you know, this is a, this is an infinite universe uh and, and filled with infinite uh uh things uh to be known and 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 in 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 a true uh personal perspective uh what we know probably is is considered considered to be compared to a, a pinprick of, of light uh in a in a, uh, universe of darkness which is you know our our generic mental state uh, as as a species the reaction action and reaction uh you you have you have uh an, an what what a lot of people consider to be an infinity symbol up there uh on your page uh what we're talking on mm
3: mm-hmm.
1: and, and uh this is uh, actually uh not a truly infinite uh universe in fact it's entropic and uh but the cycle it's a cycle from from beginning to end from alpha to omega and the we the our, our physicists uh have have recently started uh teaching that uh in the in our universities that um uh, it is indeed a, a recognizable cycle, the entire universe. But interestingly enough, uh from from a uh quantum perspective, uh we we discover that it, it is infinite cycles within infinite cycles. And it is not uh uh uniquely homogeneous uh at 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 times there there are uh great events and and separated by by long periods of uh lesser effective events and uh, uh from what i can tell uh, the by, by the studies i'm keenly interested in 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 this uh and uh, being that uh bill gates is is just over the hill and is running uh the world's most powerful uh genetic studies uh institution that he, he built as adjunct to the University of Washington the what what is being discovered uh, compared to uh what what we can find from from our most uh ancient knowledge uh, the the beginnings uh, of the written word uh which uh, considerably postdated the spoken word uh lo and behold huh, there's nothing new on heaven and earth <laughs> our friend lawfan here uh talking about uh reincarnation well uh i heard one time that more people around the world from from every different uh cultural perspective believe in one form or another in reincarnation even more so than uh our modern religions uh uh perspectives uh in 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 what we would call god or allah or shiva <laughs> or or how however we might say it and and what is this i, I uh how 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 many uh millennia and uh, throughout what uh, we could definitely call that that flat space from one evolutionary event to the next or the dark age or the dark ages uh, the the idea of reincarnation was suddenly made blasphemous uh and, and it did not it did not fit the the uh model uh, psyche the, the groomed psyche of human beings uh in under the auspices of their uh, draconian masters uh, reincarnation was is was this heresy, and uh, even even uh, speaking such a thing in public, was, was cause de jure for uh, Samaritan execution, and uh, like we saw with Jesus, uh, a very public execution by a very grisly form of slow torture. Why? What? What? What is if these individuals who who uh, live like demigods on our world, you know. Uh, it, 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 I ask myself, what form of brilliance and genius exists there? Well, there are two forms. <laughs> there, there is good and there is evil. But it seems to me like they periodically change places, like children playing a game, and occasionally. Uh, switching sides to where the the opponent's moccasins you were discussing uh fiber optics and uh the uh, uh, well, logical imperative of of preparing for uh, an electromagnetic pulse. Uh, weapon. Well, that makes sense. That's definitely real. And uh gotta ask ourselves what should we fear and what should we not fear? GMO, soy. Uh there there are a lot of uh things, you know, in, in our global society's event horizon that are pretty darn spooky. Uh up to including uh this movement that we 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 are and being touted in our universities so strongly, you know, that that there is no such thing, you know, as as race. No such thing as sex. No such you know these 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 common sense fundamentals uh by by which we 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 uh pivot our lives you know these 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 handholds in the, in this chaotic universe uh that we use to stay upright as we uh bounce back and forth like like balls in a pinball machine uh through life the upshot is we are standing on the precipice of a massive evolutionary event and uh, you know if you if you are seeing this thing this great mysterious boiling thing uh, you know coming out at you from a distance, and and how 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 do you prepare the children? Uh, how do you uh, prepare the home? How do you prepare uh, yourself, your 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 own uh, worldview and psyche for for such a thing? You don't know what it is, but more and more people are becoming aware of it, and uh, just like. Uh, uh animals can can detect uh uh ultra low frequency vibrations of a coming earthquake they will they will become agitated and and uh their their behavior changes we can see it you know we can see the flock suddenly acting differently uh <laughs> we see our own pets suddenly becoming nervous and concerned. Now certainly do the animals know why? No. Do we know why? No. But how do how do we how do we approach this? Do we do we uh and, and how has has humanity survived? I I love that that movie based on Carl Sagan's book, Contact, mm-hmm. where, where Jodie Foster is sitting, sitting there as as a uh, candidate to, to be the one, the chosen one, to, to climb into the capsule and, and traverse the universe and, and, and talk with a species uh, billions of years uh, more advanced than ours. and And they said, if you only had time for one question, if you only had time for one question, what would that be? And she thought for a minute and she said, I would ask, how did you do it? As a species, how did you survive those formative years when when you know uh self destruction was such a you know you know such a such a looming thing? How did you do it? How did you survive? And I, and I always wanted wondered. Uh, <laughs> gee, I'd sure like the answer to that question, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good question.
3: And that's what we keep asking
2: ourselves, don't you think, Grandpa? What? A, what? A, how are we going to survive? No. I mean, there was some, there was a movie out there where they were, uh, and I only saw the trailers where they were. Tra- protecting a woman who was pregnant because nobody was fertile and she conceived.
1: Mm, absolutely.
2: And that was the start of the new generation. But they did their best to preserve her. Because yeah. Because that is exactly what we ha- why we, I bring it up at least. What's happening
1: to these children today? Yeah, well, survival is definitely, definitely, uh, you know, you know, a prime directive written into the core of our our being. But yeah. here again, what constitutes survival when yeah. uh, there? I I am very confident in my mind that that somewhere out there amongst the uh uh, what do they say powers that be you know there there is an ideal population every farm has an ideal population of 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 animals based based on available resources uh Mm -hmm. territory how big the farm is and uh what number of of animals the farm can support uh to be healthy Mm -hmm. and you know it's uh it's it's always been a function of of (laughs) the reaper in in nature uh to call out uh uh how do you say this uh you get,
2: to,
1: you get to sounding like a Nazi when you get into this I stuff. Know. And, that is but uh, but uh, yeah, the, the 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 fact is that you know the the, the facts that that there is uh, an equation there, and and that equation uh, like like. Like a, a puzzle piece in the in the great overall mystery, has to fit uh, 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 among all the other equations. So, for me, at the bottom bottom line is, uh, I I have to confess, you know, <laughs> I believe in God. I don't know what God is. I think I think it would be the the the, uh, the uh, apex of arrogance, uh, e- egotistical stupidity, to to even profess uh, enough knowledge of the creator of this nearly infinite universe to speak with any sort of authority. It's ludicrous. However, Amen. that does. That, that that doesn't that doesn't mean that each and every one of us uh, has has to be afraid or or uh, foolish uh, in in constructing our individual world views as in everything. Even though this this is an entropic universe, it is marvelously self balancing. Any any system left to its own auspices if it has become out of balance will naturally find its own balance and if, if there's anything of a of a religion uh in me it is absolute faith in in the most fundamental of realities
3: So.
0: Well,
2: with what you're saying, Grandpa, it's, uh, you took a breath,
3: <laughs>
2: and it is important for what you're saying that maybe people have something they may want to ask you a question because you're very knowledgeable in what you're saying, and, and thank you for bringing this information forward. Same with LawFan, and LawFan did put down here, I would ask, how do, uh, the major question you brought up earlier, I would ask, how do I, in, how do I, how can I be infinitely happy without the perception of evil or negativity? In other words, the return to bliss slash garden of even type deal. And uh, amen is actually amen. It's a, um. Uh, Egyptian name and yeah. into using that yeah. in the context. Yeah,
5: that's why I, I agree
2: yeah. on one point. Go ahead, you were going to say it. I oh, no, I was
5: just saying that's why I I cleared up in, in what context I was using "Amen" I because using it in the um, I guess you could say modern day Christian sense of you know the belief that "Amen" or "Amen," you know, when they say "Amen" at the end of the prayer is I agree. You know, like, it's like somebody says the prayer and then, uh, like, amen, like, I concur and I agree to everything that, that was said. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's yeah, bad. I realize there's, you know, multiple different understandings of uh, I amen as in a god or something.
2: Mm-hmm. But, well, uh, it's a pagan god. That's what context. people don't really get. It is a pagan god.
5: Hmm. But I mean,
2: just
5: <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like words. Like words are such like I find I find words so um, bizarre. Like you look up a word, and it can mean like one thing, and then it can mean the complete opposite. But it's the same word, and it's like yeah. okay, like you know that just it 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 it's like. Leaves room for babble. Like people are talking and misunderstanding one another because they're saying one word and they're meaning it, they're meaning to convey it in another sense, but then, you know, the other person listening to it might understand it in a different sense. Correct. Which is neither good or bad because then, in a sense, they're getting their own meaning from what you're saying. That might only be unique to their understanding, but yeah, obviously when you're trying to- problem solve then you know then it could be a lack of communication, but anyway, are you know, I yield.
2: very good because one of the biggest things is what um David Win Miller teaches us we all believe that two plus two equals four, but he asks the question, do you mean t o plus t o o F-O-R-E, and that makes (laughs) people stop and think, whoa, our words are not what they say, and I'm telling you, a lot more people are becoming aware of the words, even in this remedy that we're coming up for the liability process that is coming forward, they know those words make a difference. And the the judges, when they hear that word used correctly, they know their, I'm going to say their ass is grass because they are very much being caught in their own web of defiance. And they cannot go anyplace because a lie is a lie is a lie when it's found out. So it behooves us to watch our words, not to stop us communicating, but to make us aware of what we are communicating. I'm taking this one course, and it's called Business Taxation. I have never gotten a clear response in this book, and we're doing it all online. They go around and around and around and around and around and around in circles. Their problems don't make sense. And we are all, everybody in the class is being dumbfounded. That's how insane some of this stuff is. So words catch you flat-footed most of the time. I yield. Who else wants to ask something?
1: Well, words, music—it's uh, all all part of the great spectrum. Mm-hmm. Everything everything resonates at its own specific frequency, and they this certainly uh, plenty of study uh, in human behavior and response to stimuli uh, show that there are. Uh, "Quote unquote," pleasing sounds and uh, irritating sounds, and by by constructing anything uh, to that we are anything that we're exposed to, you know, it's 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 the wise media producer that that comes up with with a Proper combination of both uh, pleasing positive and and negative uh, emulations and this is a quintessence of entertainment actually and not not just entertainment but uh, reaching into the hearts and minds of uh, savage little children and, and turning them uh, into human beings it's interesting you
2: mean your talk savage little children and sadly enough that's actually a truism because of the fact of the cruelty that children have to each other where did they get it
1: <laughs>
2: and my question where did that people well, come from
1: i don't i don't think you you have to go uh, you know much further than watching a wolf pack or uh uh and, and the 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 animal world you know t- to realize you know that we we are definitely born with animal instincts uh, without those instincts uh well we wouldn't exist today would we uh that 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 is just you know a uh, self what to me I, and I'm I'm don't want to sound like uh, Mr. professor here but you know uh, to me that that is a self-evident truth so of course uh all uh young animals uh, uh human or otherwise you know are, are born with 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 a fundamental kernel a a a uh, uh the the most original of of uh indwelling uh programs and yeah, that's to me I it's it's a functional you know, you, you, you see this this carter picture of evolution where the you know the little the little slimy toad comes out of the primal soup and gets taller and taller and taller and taller and then eventually, you know, has has the, the form of a human being. Well, you know, I, I I i to me, uh that actually uh represents the the uh process uh you know from from birth or or even conception from conception you know to to full uh maturation full maturity you know if you if you stop and think about it the uh we, we all start out as, as an egg that's split and and uh there there again in in the the most fundamental of of uh Precepts you know of our entropic universe you you have you have to have uh two sides two two of anything a positive and a negative you know uh to to foment uh, uh, progress through space time so yeah our our, our are, and and I don't mean to be derogative, you know. I mean, you know, children are beautiful. I love children, but uh, on the other hand, uh, I can only love them so much, and then I gotta, I gotta have have a little grandpa time, you know. Uh, Let's that, that call
4: it what it is. You're saying we're all toads.
1: <laughs> we're all what?
4: <laughs> toads.
1: Toad.
3: <laughs> we're all toads.
2: We've all been there. <laughs> I
4: couldn't resist that. Honest, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead.
1: Oh, sometimes I appreciate being interrupted.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're almost close to the end of our two hours at ten fifty six and it's just flown and I really appreciate uh Law fan getting on and being verbal and we find out that he is seventeen hours ahead of us. So, um, he's into November fourth already. And we're just trailing along behind him. The other side of it it's it's good to have your grandpa back with us and we're glad you're not grumpy anymore. And you're being <laughs> a good grandpa. <laughs> But that means a lot of us have to be good, too. Oh, darn, does that mean we have to be better than we were? (laughs) Yeah, that's what the... See, I look at this whole process we're going through as a means to becoming who we really are rather than what they want us to be. So stop being what they want you to be and become who you really are, because you are a far better person, far more articulate, far more useful, and and I'm saying useful and
3: youthful,
2: because both are paramount in all of what's going on around us. We have to keep young. We don't keep young. We got old before our time, and what have, was the programming we've had? Oh, you're supposed to get old when you're in your late 50s and early 60s. Why are you doing so much? Because I need to stay alive better. Novel idea, isn't it? So all of us, with what we're doing, you're becoming whom you really ought to be, not someone they want you to be. And I totally applaud you for for stepping forward and doing the things. Those that are coming on and joining us on uh, Beacon 37, those that are doing what they are in their area. And, uh, Grandpa, if you want to know more about Beacon 37, uh, please send me an email. Uh, stay on at the end of our... Um, our call, and I'll be glad to give you my email so that you can become a member of Beacon 37 because we need you in Washington State.
4: I was going to say, we need him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we need him. And uh, the need is we need to get the uh, actual Articles of Confederation completed in Washington State. So uh, you are... Much appreciated for coming on this call because that is what we are here for.
4: Um,
1: too bad we I mean, can't
4: use Lafan, but he's got to be living here. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, well, Lafan
2: <laughs> is attempting yeah, or thinking about his people that he knows in Massachusetts and in mm-hmm. Florida, so maybe something will come of that. So, yeah, we're working. He's, he's oh.
1: thinking about it. Can I can I ask? I, I I I I think I heard it. I think I heard LaFan or somebody say it. What what is your location, LaFan? Uh, in New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh. Yeah. A lot yeah. Of fasc- like eighteen a lot of fasc- hours away. A lot of fascinating things happening in New Zealand right now.
5: Yeah, oh, okay. we got a. They're really pumping the uh, earthquake ads on TV. So, and then we've we've actually had a, a couple of, um, I think, uh, experts from from the United States uh, come over here and uh, do some tests. And um, yeah, we're preparing for a, a pretty you know a mega mega quake pretty much on the whole east coast. So I mean, we don't you know we are an island nation, so. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that I'm sort of inland. I'm not near the coast, so I'm not going to get hit by a tsunami or anything.
1: Southern New Zealand is becoming kind of a hotspot for uh, billionaires and trillionaires uh, to to uh, build uh, homes. all Yeah, of a sudden. But hopefully away from the coast because
5: we don't want, we don't need a tsunami
1: <laughs>
5: like uh, Japan. Yeah, well they.
1: they 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 seem to be they they're it's like it's like watching the squirrels uh to see what kind of a winter you're going to have oh. <laughs> uh, They're 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 building these these incredibly expensive uh survival homes uh and and uh it's interesting to me that uh the this, the southern part of of your country is so close to antarctica right mm. uh, because there there is a lot happening in antarctica <laughs> i'm sorry I, I can't pronounce the word, but uh yeah the arc the southern Arctic how's that? there's a lot happening in the southern Arctic right now uh that that is generating huge amounts of both in an interest and uh what what appears to be uh a, a lot of cover up too a lot of it being shadowed. Well, out of the out of them mm-hmm,
5: mm-hmm. well could we say the uh, could we say the um the south pole or the very southern part of the the lower part of the planet or could we say the outer edge <laughs> if you're thinking yeah. of like say the the flat earth Um, when you're thinking of, uh, you know, down south of New Zealand being close. Like, are we actually close to the bottom of the Earth, the south pole? Are we actually close to the actual edge, like a ring? I don't know.
1: I've never been there. Who knows? Shades -hmm. of of Stargate there, huh? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And and that you brought up that movie of... um, and, and the question of what she wanted to actually figure out brings up the issue. What happened to the time that got lost when she was out there being out there? Do
1: you recall that? There
2: was a two-hour loss that they didn't want anybody to know about.
1: Oh, and Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were I thought you were talking about multi multidimensional physics. But yeah no. the, the, the the yeah that that was that was so poignant, right? At the end of the movie where where uh that that lady that who worked for the White House was talking to the uh the guy who had resigned his government position so that he could run for senator. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and she is saying, you know what, and 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 I'm I'm parroting you here, you know, you know, is isn't it interesting, you know? There there was nothing but static on the recorder,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but why why was there? I, I can't remember how many hours uh, she said, you know, but 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 why why was why was there so many hours of static, you know? If if she indeed just just fell fell through the device uh, from top to bottom, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, yes, no, del- and it was
2: never answered.
1: Delightful plot twist. Mm-hmm. But they
2: have to tell us. They have to tell us or show us. This is why when we had the discussion with. With Orpha and her definite concern, which is truth, we do have to be concerned, we do have to prepare. However, we also have to know that all of this has been told to us in many different ways, and because mm-hmm. it's been told to us, it is imperative we do the heating. What is really being said? Is this the time that they're really going to do it or is it they're going to wait until we get lax again, we get comfortable again and don't pay attention. It's, it's all about making us not be controlled.
1: controlled. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, personally, and, and, and i think lawfan might appreciate this uh, i i don't think uh humanity has avoided and and i use that term loosely humanity but as, as has avoided uh sticking its finger in the fire uh out of a sense of of utter fascination and being burned i i i don't think this this is going to a lot of a lot of people the uh, especially the religious who seem to think that uh you live one life and that's it that's it yeah <laughs> i i think i i think they would they would of course vehemently disagree and probably call me a nasty heretic mm, terrible heretic robert robert oppenheimer uh developed in developing the atomic bomb we all we all know that story uh he loved to quote from the vedas and and mm. uh and in in constructing the bomb uh and 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 i'm I'm spinning pretty loose here i i don't have all of my facts in a row but uh he he sa- he said uh it made allusion to the uh what what uh what what is you know ostensibly uh twenty thousand years old in the way of the written word. I am become death, a destroyer of worlds. How utterly profound, how utterly how utterly thought provoking that one phrase can be a a, a quote from twenty thousand years in humanity's past and the uh when uh of course with with the development of of you know uh atomic energy and atomic physics uh this necessitated sense of some people were uh you know dropping dead by from exposure uh to to develop uh, uh more uh technologically advanced uh, uh instrumentation and detection equipment which which came which led to the development of the uh, uh, beta-gamma, alpha, well, the beta-gamma radiation detections. Alpha radiation isn't nearly as nasty as beta and gamma, but uh, from that science became carbon dating and and the ability to uh, go through uh, archeological evidence and in in and amongst that, lo and behold, discover uh were, were there uh actual uh artificially created nuclear events in humanity's past. And in an interview, Oppenheimer Uh, Of course, you know, everybody is just fascinated with this nuclear thing, you know, I mean, it's, it's new in humanity. I mean, it's, it's the hot stuff, you know, so uh, he's, he's sitting in an interview and the, uh, the interviewer asked him, because, because that, that question just naturally came about. You know, uh, is this the first time such an event has, has occurred on earth? And he just smiled. He just looked. He just smiled. He said, "Well, you know, not in modern history." <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> why, with uh, we could all start a whole new subject matter on just what is it that history is really telling us and what is modern and what is not modern
1: well we we it's talked lots of information we talked talked uh once before on your show you know about egypt
3: <laughs>
1: and and not 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 just you know if but why uh so much of that archaeological evidence is uh hidden uh could even, we could even say it was shoved in a ark <laughs> and and kept kept secret away from humanity good yep
2: they did not want and that's why stargate was so fascinating because it re- revealed a lot of what they're not wanting us to know.
0: It oh, really yeah. did show a lot.
5: Well, so were- it was F flat or it was that round?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's totally a whole interesting. Not
5: that it
1: matters, but
2: but it is well, a different viewpoint.
1: What is it, The flat Earth thing? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you know, a, a great deal of that. And you're you're, you're talking you're talking about physical equation and the evolution of physical equation. Uh, yeah, Euclidean geometry, you know, as as opposed to multi-dimensional geometry and uh, space-time curvature, the the effect of gravitational bodies in space. Blah 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 blah. You can go on and on, but uh, yeah. Well, the the answer to that when people ask me, "Oh, is the earth flat or flatters, the earth round." Well, uh, that that all depends on uh, which viewpoint you you desire, because uh, if you if you are are you know look looking uh, at at the world, you know from from the toad's perspective, <laughs> well, it's pretty flat, isn't it? Yeah, but but if you if you climb uh, Kilimanjaro and, and look at the world from, from that perspective, well, lo and behold, uh, your vision is curved. The horizon is curved. Well, that, yeah. I mean, so of course, that, I if, mean, it's it's all perspective.
5: Of it. I strongly believe in, you know, the world is the way you want it to be. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, remote, remote viewers, like, they're probably the the only ones that can really know for sure um, whether the Earth is flat or round. Mm. Because they're not just, but then again, you know, that goes off into a different realm because it's like, well, you know, if we are just one vantage point into, onto view, reality, into view, reality, then, um, you know, how does uh, I don't know how does anyone really know, besides how their many? own perspective? Well, this is know. really,
2: really going into a whole program in and of itself to flatten the round, and um, <laughs> yeah. I love it. And uh, there is so much for us to really be aware of. And it is going to be your perception as to where you are. And so with that, I think we're going to close because your perception this coming week is, will you be dark or will you be blown up with a, 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 a water bottle that's got some explosive stuff in it? So what I... I'm advising, be alert. Always be aware of your area. And if you have some of these kind of emergency blankets that I have that are stuffed and you put it over and get some aluminum foil and make your Faraday cage, prevent some of the damage. Our cars may not be able to work, but maybe we can prevent I mean, I have clocks specifically that are battery, get more batteries. I have uh, my ham radio set. I can cover that with my uh, aluminum blanket. These are called, these bags are not, oh, no. These are bags that will help you ward off some of that electronics. So, Look at what you can do to minimize any damage. Do not worry if Monday comes or Tuesday comes. <laughs> Is Law fan going? Sleep well then. Have a wonderful wonder wonderful day. <laughs> Bye, Law Fan. It's it, it, oh Bye. here it, U.S. don't believe London has anything to do with its government. New Zealand has two governments. Ah, you're talking about the ideal government, not the actual. Got it. Okay. Uh, so, I'm not
5: leaving. I'm still here. Oh,
2: okay. Nikki's saying she must be leaving. Goodbye, Nikki. She's already gone. Okay. This is uh, the thing this week- weekend, or even today, Get your stuff. Get a cooler if you don't have one. Get yourself prepared. And, and get, if you haven't gotten those little dinners, I haven't because they sound terrible, but Colin has. He's bought a lot of these foods that he can have. So it's uh, be prepared. That's all I, I can advise. For anything, for anything, today, take out some extra money. Yesterday, Uncle Sam paid me my little SS check. I took all the money out. Is that money going to be useful in a EMP? No. Because they won't. The, the The stores will be empty, all the other stuff. So our biggest thing to remember is what's best for you. And I want to but, close the, the program on that. if uh, you were going to say something?
5: No, nah, I was just gonna oh, okay. say, um, you can always rebuild. I mean, yeah, any any EMP can wipe out all your technology, but I'm sure you guys have a bunch of technology stored away somewhere that cannot be affected by the EMP.
2: Yeah, yeah, and,
5: and and maybe that's the point. Just get rid of all the old technology and bring in the new.
2: That's, that's another point. So, and I think that this is all to make us grow up. So, in a grow-up fashion, we're going to close the program. So, let us do our ho pono pono And, Grandpa, this is your first time hearing it. And now that Law Fan's on, you can do it with us, Law Fan. We'll do our hoho pono pono So, and Elaine's on, so she can do it with us. Do you want to start it, Orpha?
3: Awesome. Are you muted? Yes.
4: (laughs) Yes, I am. I was. Um, Yeah, for those that don't know, the the Ho'oponopono is a Hawaiian prayer meant to be done to yourself. You're not asking this of anybody else but yourself. So, because we know it's an in, an inside job. Nothing outside of you is causing anything to go wrong in your life. So, um, <clears throat> it goes like this. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. I love you. I love you.
4: Please forgive me.
3: Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank
6: you. So, Elaine, do you want to do it? Yeah, uh, I hope my heater's not making too much noise. Uh, oh, okay. I, uh, I love you. I love you. I love you. Please forgive me.
4: Please, Please forgive. forgive me.
6: Thank you.
3: Thank, Thank you. You. you.
6: I'm sorry. I guess I kind of messed that up. I'm <laughs> no. sorry. No, you didn't. It's
2: always are good.
4: S- I'm switch sorry. it around. Yep.
0: Yep.
2: Well, fan, do you want to try it?
5: Yeah, all right. How, how do we do it again? I've forgotten.
2: <laughs> it's all right. Just four lines. You can say it any order you wish. Um, you can start with "I'm sorry."
5: I um I'm sorry.
3: I will say
5: sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Please forgive me.
5: Uh please forgive me.
2: Please, please forgive, forgive me. me. Then you can say "Thank you," or uh, "I love you," whichever one you prefer.
0: Uh, thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And then finish with "I love you."
0: I love you. Is it?
3: I love you. I love you.
0: Go ahead. Like okay. some...
4: If 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 you one way to help you remember, uh <clears throat> is you're you're talking to yourself, okay? And what you're doing is you're trying you're you're asking yourself for forgiveness. Because one thing we don't do, we always you know want to ask other people to forgive us or we you know other people ask us to forgive them, but we often don't think of asking ourselves for forgiveness. And a lot of blockages happen because we don't forgive ourselves. We we hang on to this stuff. We feel guilty about it. We don't want to let go of it because we don't think we deserve it or we have the right to. So you're asking yourself for yeah. forgiveness. You're telling yourself, yeah. I'm sorry. You're sorry. You know, Why? I'm sorry. Please forgive me.
5: Thank See, that's, you. That's, that's what I was wondering like. Like why, why us humans like why are we wired this way, like you know it seems to be across the board, um you know when you go and like i guess you know do tests and analyze human behavior like uh, you know we're, we're not too much different across the board, um you know, like why, why is it that people, I don't know. I just why why do why do us as humans find it hard to like we always it's like we always want um like we it's like we always turn against ourselves like we always blame ourselves before mm-hmm. I don't know it's like we it's like we like hate I mean hate's a strong word but it's like we find it easier to. Oh, I guess forgive others and then like love others, but yet yeah, we hate ourselves. Religion like,
4: has a of that. Yeah, I don't know. Religion yeah. yeah, religion has done a lot of that, but we've all uh, we've mm-hmm. been we've been taught and programmed to believe that we cannot think for ourselves. We do not yeah. deserve to anything. We don't deserve anything. We're taught to be doormats. <clears throat> um so we really need to start learning to forgive ourselves because we take the weight of the world on our shoulders and we carry it around with us and we're, we're becoming diseased by it. You know, mm. it, it's, it's, it festers inside of us and we cannot seem to let go of it. It's, you know, it's uh, attached itself to us and called us mommy or daddy you know and <clears throat> this little hawaiian prayer is a way you know if you can just sit with your eyes closed and say it and imagine you're you're looking at yourself you know you're seeing an image of yourself yeah, standing in yeah. front of you and you're at, you're saying i'm sorry please forgive me thank you you thank yourself, and you tell yourself you love yourself, you're sorry, and you ask yourself for forgiveness, that's what those little statements are. And I, I think it's important to really understand and to comprehend what those, what the words are that we're saying. So many times we, here's the words again, you know, so many times we just say the words and don't really think about what we're saying, don't think about the meaning of what we're saying, but when you really, truly look at this prayer and what it is meant and what it's doing, you know, for you, it it is very powerful. And the thing is, um, it does trickle out outward from you when it's like if somebody is. Causing you a little bit of an annoyance. <laughs> we'll we'll do a light annoyance. Okay. <laughs> Just remember, if something about somebody is is bothering you, annoying you, making you mad, first of all, nobody can make you mad. You make you allow yourself to be mad. And two, when you're looking at that, that is telling you that there's the you are seeing something in you that you don't like so
3: <clears throat> well okay, yeah for,
4: when you're I you mean, know, you're looking at you're looking in a mirror and if you're you know looking in a mirror at at somebody and you're saying i really don't like what they're doing then you have to look inside yourself and see okay is that because i've done it myself or i, I that is what i do and Forgive yourself. Say the little, little ho-ho-pono-pono and forgive yourself for doing that. And in doing that, you help them not be so annoying to you. If that makes any sense to you. But you, in you forgiving yourself, you're you're allowing them to not bother you. You're allowing the situation to. Uh, ease up, I guess you could say. I don't know. Um, it, it's it's a very strange thing, but it it, no. it works. It
5: works. No, no it's, Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's good because it's like, like I'm always I was trying to do that. Like I try to like like I hate my first response. In other words, someone says something. And, like, my mind automatically starts to, like, judge and be like, oh, you know, that's stupid what they're saying. But but then I try to, like, step back from that thought and be like, hey, dude, who are you inside of me? You know, like, and I try to be, like, a different person. And it's like, because, I don't know, I guess, I'm 29 now, so it's like, it's like, I guess I've moved from the mind of a child because, you know, children are sort of linear and they're always or like even more so teenagers and young adults they're like easy to just quickly judge something and then that becomes the program or the norm for them and like their little group of friends but then it's like they're stuck in that box or that way of thinking and it's like um, I come out of that because it's like yeah, I mean, even just like I got, I got a war with myself recently. Like I know, as you're saying, like you gotta know, forgive yourself, but like I got a war with myself. Like, I'm like, like when I notice myself, like my responses to how I respond to someone, or even how I think about them, I like, I try to change it, and like even if I didn't in that moment in time, and I'm like. I still, I walk away from that conversation. I'm like, man, I hate, I don't like the way I act around that person. I'm going to try to be better next time. I'm going to try to to let them have their opinion and not try to change their opinion. But if I do see they're struggling, like, still try to offer help. And it's really up to them whether they accept it and, you know, they're willing to shift their consciousness and to end you around the thinking, you know, without... Well,
4: well, the real question is, are you willing to to change your consciousness? You have a perfect... Yeah,
5: but we can, like, we can change other people, that's the thing.
4: You have a a perfect place to to apply this Ho'oponopono. When you come out of a situation like that, Go find a nice, quiet place and do the whole pono on yourself. Do it two or three times. We like to think in threes. So we, you know, that's why we do it three times. But you can do this several times throughout the day. And the more times you do it, the, the more it's going to work. But you'll find that after a while, after you've done it for a while, you're able to then look at that. Person and you're gonna you're gonna think you're you're seeing that they've changed their consciousness or their attitude, when really it's you that's changed yours, and that's how it works. You Absolutely, yeah. I'll that. You change yourself, you change the world, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> nothing as long as you, you're in control of yourself and you're in control of your own thoughts and your own actions, because it is an inside job, you have to take on the responsibility of you not worry about everybody else. Don't worry about if somebody else can change, if somebody else, you know, if somebody else, you know, if you, if you see somebody that, you know, you're not happy with, you have to look at yourself. You have to look at yourself. I'm not saying that there isn't blame on you know certain things out there, but you're you're responsible in the fact that you're attracting it to you.
5: Well, that's why okay,
4: what we put out, it comes back to you.
5: Go ahead. That's why I get, um, I get really well. <laughs> I get really annoyed though like let's say watching foreigners like let's say watching like a travel show on TV and it's about foreigners let's say they're from the US or New Zealand or Australia you know like so called civilized world or even from England and they go to like a country like India and they walk around India And instead of seeing the beauty of India, they're walking around India and they're like judging. They're like, oh, that's dirty. And oh, you know, that man shouldn't be sitting there half naked meditating. And it's like, they come from like this organized, structured city where the roads are all perfect. And like it has a machine that comes and sweeps the road and gets rid of, you know. And like they, they just, like they they want to create everything around the world the way they do it but like in saying that they're not like they're not respecting the wishes of that you know, those people because those people they they might not want it the way the rest of the world has it. And you know, it's a lot it's funny because a lot of them actually live longer lives. Um. Yeah, i I I'm sort of talking at about a hundred different things at once. But, Can I throw uh,
6: something in here?
5: I can't explain.
6: It. Yeah. Well, I just um, you know, I've been uh, coming to a lot of uh, realizations about self and who we are and how we perceive ourselves. And you know, there was a man on this call that was mentioning uh, Jesus. And, you know, to be able to love yourself, there's uh, love is supposed to be the greatest power in the world. Love is supposed to be the conduit that brings to us our awareness of consciousness. And with love comes responsibility because we understand the value of the individual, whether it be ourselves or the person next to us. If I can't love myself, and most of our inability to love ourselves has been programmed into us through our upbringing and in our environment. Uh, For instance, uh, Johnny breaks something and mom says, you're always destroying things. Why do you do that? What's wrong with you? And then because she has programmed that into her mental psyche, To have that subconscious perception of Johnny, anytime Johnny does anything wrong, she's going to think the same thing about Johnny, and she's going to express that to Johnny, and Johnny is going to take that in, believe it subconsciously, and start making it the reality of his life. So we, because of our lack of love, have injured so many people in our life. And to be able to love yourself is to be able to forgive yourself for your times when you're going through changes, where you're learning who you are, where you're developing. Love isn't critical. Love thinks love sees the full picture going forward. It sees the possibility and the potential of who you are. So that way, if you're looking at the uh, three lines of love, around you, you can look past their faults and their mistakes and their errors and see their potential. We have to be able to love ourselves, to forgive ourselves, so we can stop generating the negativity in our own lives that branches out to those around us. So love is the strongest thing in the world, because everybody talks about, Uh, vibes and creating that vibration that's going to change the world and we can all do it but you can't do it if you're harboring the negativity that you've grown up believing about yourself. So the way that you see yourself uh, is going to be most important in your ability to love and that's where honesty comes in because to truly love you have to be able to see the pros and the cons, the good and the bad but bring it into a whole person and say, because you love yourself, I have the ability to change. I have the ability to be better. I can learn from what I've done and make it, if it's the wrong, make it right uh, and change the way that I present myself to myself in my life and those around me. So you have to be honest and you, in order to see love. And then with that honesty and acceptance of yourself, you throw aside the pre-programmed critical, uh, criticizing who you are and see yourself through love because that's how God sees you. God sees you through the eyes of love. He always sees your potential and he gives you that or he, she, our God, our creator gives us the ability as gods. That's why Paul said, don't you know that you're gods because the spirit of God dwells in you? And we are, we have the ability to see ourselves in a good light or a bad light. When I hate myself, I hate
3: everybody around me.
6: And the reason that
3: I hate myself
6: is because I'm not
2: listening
3: the truth of
2: who I We're am. having a real hard time hearing you um, because are you walking around because it, uh, you're, we're uh, getting you and then losing you?
6: I don't know i I there's a beeping going on, <laughs> that's not me, but anyway, that's it. That's all I was going to say. I hope some people got part of it,
2: <laughs> yeah, we got more. I mean, we got a great deal of it. It's just at yeah. the end there it's getting warblier and warblier, so and I'm, I'm even sorry.
4: hearing I'm even hearing your beep, so your phone is probably dying.
6: <laughs> no, that's not me that's not oh, me. really that's not, no oh. that's something somebody beeping. beeping.
2: Maybe one of ours. So, um but let us uh finish up uh and it's eleven thirty eight. It
3: takes
4: us a
2: while to say goodbye. So we I never know. like to go.
4: <laughs> we're, we're we're at the third stage of, of saying goodbye and right. if anybody doesn't know what that means, you know, you you <laughs> have a little meeting and you're you're saying, Okay, well, we all gotta go. So you all get up and stand and you go to the door, and you stand there and talk for a while. And then you finally walk outside, and you stand there and talk for a while. And then you walk a little further to your car, and then you stand there and talk for a while, and finally you make it to your car. <laughs>
3: so it takes, By that time you need to <laughs> it takes
4: about five stages to get to your car, you know. So there you the, go. The, we're at the fifth stage of, of saying goodbye. we got to add to our hug. Good
2: job. That does explain it because it 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 is hard to say goodbye. <laughs> so um, there, I think
4: there's even a song about that, isn't there? It,
2: oh, I don't know.
4: <laughs> way way back. <laughs> way way back. There you go. Hard, hard to say goodbye. Yeah. yeah. So now we got to do our little hug and then we can.
2: Yeah, we can. Then we can go, go to.
4: The, then we can go to the fifth stage of. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: and with that,
2: we we're, uh, we didn't say our how 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 and thank you thank you thank you. But there, those are always in our heart because every day it's important to say thank you for the beautiful day when you're putting your head on your pillow, and when you get up in the morning to say thank you for a wonderful evening. I I I learned something through my sleep, and I. Uh, That's a whole topic that we could go into. So all of us, may we all have the most exciting week this week, and may you come way ahead of any EMP that ever hits our country. Be prepared. We all have to be Boy Scouts. Be prepared. And with that, let's put our arms out and give this world a wonderful hug of love appreciation, and all the wonderful things that our wonderful Elaine said and shared with us because it it all starts with you. If you love yourself, you will get love back. So hang in there and start loving yourself. Stand in front of a mirror and tell yourself you love them. Then start doing it naked. What a difference you'll find.
4: So, arms out. Challenging ready? sometimes. but okay. what? what? Challenging sometimes to stand up to the mirror. Tell yourself okay. to love you. <laughs> like, what? Okay. I don't want to look at that. <laughs> I don't.
3: But it's a
2: challenge, and it's worth it. So, um, growth is what we're here for, and growth is what you can give yourself. So all together now, put those arms out and squeeze that community around you, your neighbors, your, your city, your little county, your state, and give all those people the hug. We will make it. We will make whatever they throw at us. We are the men and women that make a difference. So all together now, we're going to do our wonderful Patty's version of the Smile when you say e. So one, a two,
3: a three. Wow, my ears (laughs) got really blue. (laughs) I
2: can't even get it. So I'm so glad you all got there. (laughs)
3: Let
2: me turn off the recording. And we'll stay until next Friday at 9 o'clock Eastern Daylight. Oh, no, it'll be Eastern Standard Time. Remember, everybody, move your clock back. In the fall, we fall back. You'll have an extra hour of sleep this uh, Saturday night. So set your clocks back. And, and your phones and your computers will all reset themselves. So that's a good All right, everybody. Have a great week. We're on to the next moment. Bye-bye.
1: Judy was
0: boring.
4: Hello. Then Judy discovered com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)